Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. All right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, it is one of our monthly trailer roundup episodes. We are looking ahead to the month of August 2022 and 10 movies that are coming out this month. And we will do little mini puzzle pieces conversations just based off the trailers. Uh, and joining me, as always, for these mini trailer episodes is Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year. We have a great conversation talking about a bunch of exciting looking movies. Before we get to it, first of all, of course, I want to remind you, as always, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on social media at PiecingPod. But also, I want to take a look back at the movies we talked about in July here on the podcast and some of your puzzle pieces that you sent in to us. This is something we've been doing the last few months and I really want to keep doing this. So anytime you hear an episode of piecing it together and you've got some ideas for puzzle pieces that we didn't bring up, send them my way and I'll read them on the next trailers episode when we look back at the previous month's films. And so for July, we had four main numbered episodes and uh, got a few listener puzzle pieces here. So starting out was Thor Love and Thunder. That was the most recent one. Uh, we have from frequent Piecing It Together guest Joe Black. We have Meteor Man, which I, I think I could see that for sure. And Sean from Savaco Road to Avatar podcast said Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which I've never actually seen, but I know what he's talking about. And uh, yeah, I, I, I could totally see fitting that one in there as well. And by the way, check out that podcast, Savaco Road to Avatar because uh, I was on there this month uh, talking about directors who maybe could fill in for James Cameron if he really decides not to direct the final two Avatar movies, although we all know he's probably going to end up directing them anyway. But um, yeah, check out that uh, conversation. It was a fun one over there on Savako Road to Avatar. So the next one was actually a mini episode, the Bob's Burgers movie, uh, but Joe Black again sent in a listener puzzle piece, and it is Stella the TV series of Stella with uh, David Wayne and Michael Ian Black and Michael Showalter, episode nine, Vegetables, where they grow their own vegetables. Um, I love that Joe sent in a Stella puzzle piece. It's amazing. And of course, David Wayne did voice the bad guy, spoiler alert, in the Bob's Burgers movie. So, uh, you know, that fits there. Uh, next up was Uncharted, our long lost Uncharted episode uh, on the video game turned movie. And Joe Black again sent in Charlie's Angels Full Throttle, which uh, I know Joe is a supporter of that movie. Um, I don't remember liking it very much. You know, globetrotting adventure type movies. I mean, you could kind of pick one of many and I suppose the Charlie's Angels movies would fit the bill. So sure, why not, Joe? Our last listener puzzle piece, again, Joe Black. He sends in the puzzle pieces. If you send in your puzzle pieces, I will read them, but otherwise we got Joe to send them in. Uh, this is actually a really good one. For Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe, he sent in Rocket Man. No, not the Elton John biopic, but the 1997 comedy starring Harlan Williams, which I completely forgot about Um but is perfect. And I kind of want to rewatch that. I know it didn't really get good reviews at the time, but I'm sure I must've loved it. I used to love Harlan Williams and uh, I got to go back and rewatch that one of these days. Great pick there. 
So uh, those are our listener puzzle pieces. Again, send in your pieces next month and I will read them. Let's talk about some August 2022 trailers. All right, we got Jason Harris with us today to talk about some trailers. Jason, how's it going? What? It's so hot out here. <laughs> the climate apocalypse is upon us, Dave, but we have these movies to keep us inside and nice and cold so we can ignore the world is going to literal. It seems maybe literal hell type uh, uh, fire yeah, and everything. pretty much. Yeah, as long as we get to stay indoors, I don't care what these movies look like. I just want to watch them and stay inside and uh, forget about everything. I completely agree with you, Jason. Let's, before we get to our August trailers, look back at the month of July like we always do, looking back at what we covered last month. And by the way, in preparation for this, I just realized I've seen one of these movies from last month. Maybe you did a little better than me. We'll see. I probably did, but I think that's in a way speaking to July as these kind of doldrum that we're used to in the summer. But then we get to August this coming month and it was like, whoa, everything looks good. I'm surprised. There, there's a lot in August and we'll talk about this later, but a lot of it is in that first like August 5th weekend, but we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But um, the Sea Beast, I think you did watch this, didn't you? Yeah, I watched the Sea Beast. It's fun. I didn't love it. It's about 20 minutes too long. The animation's good. It's your typical, you know, pirates are are thinking they're doing right and then learn from their mistakes and a little girl shows them the right way. There's nothing really unique about it. It's an easy way to pass the time. It's fun. All right. Yeah, my dad actually watched it. He liked it. But uh, yeah, I... I... Didn't get to that one. Uh, Take the Night, I was almost going to rent, but then I decided to go with some 80s action movies instead. Did you watch that? No, but interestingly enough, mentioning your dad, one time I was in a public restroom with him and he walked up to a urinal and he said to me, want to see the sea beast? (laughs) (laughs) Your dad loves showing his penis to people, is what I'm saying. Hey, come to Uh Rax Tracks, Rick's Rax Records. You can see my dong and my... An old Temptations record. <laughs> wonderful. Just wonderful. Uh, Bezos was a movie that I wasn't sure was actually happening uh, last month. And I still don't know if it actually came out. It, you know, it's, it's one of these weird, like, under-the-radar movies that nobody really talked about, even though it's about one of the most powerful people in the world. But, um, yeah, I don't know if it even came out. Did you see anything about this? No. But speaking about coming out, one time I was at the bus stop with your dad, and he was in this trench go. coat. <laughs> Guess what mm-hmm. came out there? Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe you can make a fart joke about our next one, Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Have you ever heard my dad fart? No, that's ridiculous, Dave. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I didn't okay. see it. Yeah. It didn't get good reviews. We all love Blazing Saddles. This seems unnecessary. Absolutely. Where do the crawdads sing? Um, I don't know. I It's getting fairly mixed reviews. Uh, it looked okay, but I didn't get to it. I think that's one that, you know, maybe in the fall on a cold day, you just sit and watch and like, all right, we'll see what's up. That's the definition of a watch at home movie. Like, you know me, I watch anything in the theater. Like, I always want to watch things in the theater first. That one really doesn't seem like it matters. Um, Home would be fine. Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris is next. Is that one about somebody in your family, Jason? Uh, I I would like that to. I would. I wish it was Jason Harris Goes to Paris. <laughs> So that would be nice. Know, that would be a good movie. I'd watch so. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. You know, a lot of these, uh, they're theatrical, which is cool that we're having that, but we don't have access to them, I feel like. Yeah, that did open here, but yeah, no, there's, it's not a movie that, it's a weird movie to go like only theatrical. You're right. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll probably be on streaming in like, you know, 30 days or something. It feels like Peacock will have it in a minute or something. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, don't make me go. That is how I, another one I was almost going to watch. I, I was I had it right there on my screen on Prime, and I just didn't hit play. Did, I, did you see? I know we both like Hannah Marks. Yeah, I mean that's one I'd like to watch still. That's probably of yeah. the ones I haven't seen. You know. Yeah, for sure. That's probably top. 
So the Gray Man, of course, Netflix's gigantic two hundred million dollar blockbuster that nobody seems to have watched, but it is getting a sequel and a spinoff. So uh, apparently, somebody watched it, but I did not. Did you watch it? No, because I was really excited, and then all you guys said, "Don't be excited about it," and that bothered me. So I watched. Uh, I'll tell you what I watched, Dave. Uh, I watched the. The Bear on on Hulu. Did you watch The Bear? Uh, I didn't watch The Bear, and I'm probably not going to watch The Bear, but I mean, it is a completely different service and different genre. And... I mean, it's eight episodes. It's it's fast. It tells a great story. It's got, uh, you know, some really good actors, um, including John Bernthal, who we'll talk about in this episode. And it's like, why am I going to watch The Gray Man when The Bear is out there just crushing it? You know, it's right, the, you know, right. the golden age of... Uh, of television, of limited series. So if I love movies, but um, you know, you gotta you gotta live up to the bear, is what I'm saying. Maybe the bear should get an expanded universe, not the green. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> yeah. good. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh the movie that I did watch from uh the month of July is Jordan Peele's Nope, which I absolutely loved, and I'll be recording a piecing it together episode on later today at the time of this recording. Uh you didn't get to it yet, right? I'm very excited. I'm happy you loved it. Uh, I'm excited. That's uh, obviously what I'll see. Vengeance was the last one we talked about last month with BJ Novak as a podcaster. And I'm hoping to see this this weekend. Uh, it, it looks good. It's getting fairly mixed reviews, but I still think it looks good. Yeah, I want to see it too. But I'll tell you what I don't want to see. Your dad outside my window flashing me. <laughs> you could have at least tied it into Vengeance. <laughs> you could edit all of this stuff out for all i care let's move on to some august movies starting off with i feel like the big one uh it's called bullet train it'll be in theaters on august 5th it's from david leach who directed deadpool 2 and atomic blonde and also had a hand in the john wick movies and tons of other action movies uh stars brad pitt it's this super neon-colored action movie set on a train with a totally stacked supporting cast. And I don't know. I don't think this trailer looks very good. Oh, so many I parts. I disagree. You, you disagree? I, yeah, there's, there's so much to it that should work. And I watched this trailer, and I'm just like, I, I'm worried about this movie. I don't know. I want it to be good, for sure, though. It's got so much that I like. I just, I don't know about this trailer. I love the colors that you mentioned. They really pop. Uh, the design looks awesome. I actually laughed in the trailer when uh, Brad Pitt throws the water bottle at the guy. You know, that's fun. Yeah. And uh, like you said, good actors in it. I mean, you know, Atomic Blonde, people love that movie. And um, Brad Pitt is not, yeah. he's not a guy who just takes any role, right? So there's, there's sure. something to it. It looks good to me. I also like the usage of uh, the Japanese version of uh, staying alive in the trailer right there by the beach. That was cool. So, that was cute. So, yeah. you know, look, it, Snowpiercer is the first action train movie that I like to think of in the last decade, you know, in uh, telling an original tale. I mean, I guess you could go with other things too, you know, that Mission Impossible one. But this looks like it's more stylized, like that amazing sequence in Snowpiercer. And then, you know, what's funny before. I knew it was David Leach. I was like, is this guy Richie's new movie? Right. This feels mm, very, sure. you know, and he and Brad Pitt have a working relationship. So you can just pick, I guess we'll pick snatch because those two have that. And then, uh, there's that whole element of Kung Fu training and, or karate training. I don't know exactly what it is. Martial arts training. Let's call it. That felt very, sure. again, uh, very stylized and, and very kill bill volume one to me. So, I mean, you know, that's not bad. You got Bong, you got Tarantino, and you got Guy Ritchie. Those were the influences that I picked. So I'm excited for it. No, those are great influences to to include. And I I did think a little bit of Kill Bill as well. Um, also, before I realized, I knew he had directed a lot of big action movies. But before I realized Atomic Blonde is one of them, I had that on my list just because, you know, big action with the, the whole neon look to it. Um, also, if you remember uh, a year ago, there was a whole bunch of fight scenes on buses. Uh, Shang-Chi and Nobody were two of them. I think there was like one or two others. It was like a thing. We talked about it on these trailer yeah. episodes. Not only do I times. remember it, I put it as one of my moments at the 
three moments of the year at the year end episode. Absolutely. So this continues that moment. And uh, so I had that as a piece. And then, yeah, like you said, there's other action on a uh, bus or train type movies, uh, unstoppable with Denzel Washington, the commuter with Liam Neeson. The, it's, it's kind of a, you know, a, a thing in action movies. It's one of the many places you, you would want to see action unfold like this. So yeah, I, I'm hopeful for it. I, I didn't, maybe it's partially that they show this trailer before every single movie you see at the movies lately. And I'm just kind of burnt out on it, but I'm hopeful for it. I mean, I, yeah, I haven't seen it as much as you, but I'm like, you know, dude, like give me a popcorn and a soda and let's go have some fun. Absolutely. So also on August 5th in theaters, and then uh, a couple of weeks later on August 16th on VOD is Sharp Stick, which is the return of Lena Dunham, who hasn't done much lately. Uh, but she wrote and directed this drama comedy about a young, inexperienced girl who's having this messy affair with a married man. Also stars John Bernthal. Like you said, we'd be talking about him. Uh, Taylor Page, who was in Zola last year. It looks pretty good. I know people really do not like Lena Dunham, but it looks good. It does look good. And I think we've probably said it, but like how long until John Bernthal gets an, an Oscar? He's such a good actor, right? Like it's going to, he's, he's great, right? You got to just put the money on him at some point in time. Uh, I know I get the backlash on Lena Dunham. I watched all, um, you know, I like Tiny Furniture, her debut future. I watched all six seasons of Girls, which were, uh, either glorious or uh, tragic, depending on the season. You know, they were either great sure. or just horrible. Um, this looks really good. I mean, you know, I think time away, you know, who knows? Who knows? I think. But the idea of like, you know, she's th this ultra libtard who just expresses everything and everyone's like, hey, man, we don't need to know all this stuff about you. Right. Like, I get it. But yes. let's just judge this as uh, what it looks like it is. And it looks good. The trailer looks good. Right. So, yeah. um Got Jennifer Jason Lee as this kind of weird uh, mother character who reveals too much, which uh, brought me right back to Margo at the Wedding, which was uh, we covered on uh, Awesome Movie Year as Josh's pick. Obviously, uh, another one that we covered, I think, from that same year, 2007, Juno, where there's almost sure. that kind of affair happening. And then I picked a very cool movie that I highly recommend, The Diary of a Teenage Girl. Uh, did you ever see that movie? Yeah, back when it first came out. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely one of those movies where, you know, a young, young or a teenager, like 13, almost is trying to act much older and gets in over her head. So um, good movie, though. That's a good movie. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Margot at the Wedding. That's a good one. I, I hadn't thought of that, but that definitely, I think, uh, could could be a fit here. Uh, Juno was on my list, definitely. Um, also, I mean, even though it's cheap, you know, you got to include girls. I think, you know, it continues that uh, kind of messy love life of, of young women. Um, but then also, I had Banana Split talking about Hannah Marks, um, you know, just that kind of raw and raunchy female-driven relationship comedy, you know, and uh, it's such a great example of that. Dave, did you feel like there was going to be a revenge element in this? I mean, maybe. I mean, especially with the title, like that kind of could lead you towards thinking that too. Like there's going to be some kind of getting back at somebody, you know? Yeah. So it's hard to say. I, I, I'd be interested to see this one. I, I definitely want to see it. Our next one, uh, another movie with like real young people energy. I feel very old lately. Uh, bodies, 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 uh, an A24 film coming to theaters on August 5th from director Helena Regin, uh, who was an actress in a lot of stuff, but apparently only directed one other movie called Instinct, which I didn't see. Um, but it's about a party game at a mansion full of all these young people, Pete Davidson, Maria Bakalova, Rachel Sennett, uh, a bunch of other people as well. And um, it turns into this whole murder mystery thing. And I don't know, it looks it looks kind of fun. I know it got a lot of raves out of, um, I, I think it was South by Southwest. It was either that or Sundance earlier this year. Uh, what do you think about this one? Uh, I, I will watch it. It doesn't look uh, amazing to me. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, look, it looks like Spring Breakers, right? Like if there was a horror sure. version of Spring Breakers. And then the other ones I put, obviously Scream, because it's this whole idea of the meta. Oh, we're playing a game. Now there's a real murderer type thing. You know, not that Scream sure. is a game, but you know that. Hunt. Then I figured, like, let me go deep in there. It's like a single location kind of like 
who's the murderer amongst friends type thing. Do you ever see Baghead, the uh, Duplass Brothers movie with Greta Gerwig back in the day? Yeah, I haven't seen that in forever, but yeah, I definitely saw that back when it had first come out. So those were mine. That's a good you. one. Yeah. All right. Yeah, th- those those are good ones. Um, I of course had Knives Out, talking about like modern sure. murder mystery type movies. Uh, also, Game Night, uh, which is a really fun comedy, and uh, you know starts out with a game and ends up going you know all all over the place crazy. Uh, the last one that I had is a movie I'd never even seen, but it just felt like it connected. Uh, was it called Project X? I believe it was like a like a crazy over the top party movie that at the moment felt like it was like capturing like young people in a way mm. that hadn't really been done before. And I, I feel like this kind of has that energy too. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I guess that kind of matches the Spring Breakers piece, right? As to sure that type of thing. Absolutely. Um, Next up is on Hulu, also August 5th. Uh, We all wish it was in theaters, but it's not. It's Prey, which is a prequel to The Predator, directed by Dan Trachtenberg, who did 10 Cloverfield Lane, which I love and bring up all the time on this show. Uh, It's set in the 1700s, where a Comanche warrior played by Amber Midthunder has to deal with The Predator. Um, It's looks awesome to me what do you think about this one yeah it looks great and um i gotta just say like i'm really happy that we have um so much uh a variety of native american based content coming out right you know where we're telling different types of stories reservation dogs and um you know um i just watched dark winds on um on amc plus which i highly recommend i'm actually in the middle of workshopping a play with a playwright out of uh, philadelphia and it's a native based play and like it's kind of like a hmm. real honor that they cast me to to kind of do this i'm learning a lot and i just think like this is where a lot of storytelling is going where we get to learn about cultures in a mainstream way you know like this is a mainstream sure, movie sure. but we're like hey this is a way to bring people in so um Cloverfield totally, you know, uh, if it if it wasn't from 10 Cloverfield Lane, this looks like a Cloverfield style thing. Um, right. Sure. You know, so, um, you know, I think of like, I know these aren't good, but like all those Blair Witch like prequels because we started in like the present and then we moved back to the past in them and everything. So, uh-huh. you know, those were kind of the the uh, ones that that uh, popped off at the top of my head. Um, what do you got, Dave? Well, I've got, you know, speaking of that, like, you know, authentic portrayal of, of different cultures in a big giant action movie, I thought of Mel Gibson's Apocalypto, which is just, you know, so just raw and gritty and also the kind of movie where a lot of violence is taking place, you know? Uh, so I thought of that also first blood. Um, it seems like they're going to be setting up all kinds of traps to hunt this predator and the predator is setting up traps to hunt them and so like there's going to be all that kind of uh violence going on so those were uh those were the two that i had but um yeah i'm i'm very much looking forward to this i'll throw one more out just because of um this kind of idea of uh hunters and trying to uh, do something uh from a culture we might not uh uh, be as aware of uh how about the northman from this year different different style but makes sense as a a piece i think so yeah, absolutely. And that ultra violence and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, should be good. Wish I was watching it in the theater, but uh, I'll watch it at home. It is what it is. Next up is Resurrections, uh, September 5th on VOD and limited release in theaters. Stars Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth. Uh, it's about a woman who thinks this guy is following her. And uh, it seems like he's not, but maybe he is. And I'm really not quite sure. Um, it, the trailer kind of plays things close to the vest, but it looks weird. And uh, I think it looks pretty damn good. It looks awesome. I What I got out of it was that she had done something to him in the past. And that, mm. you know, now he's back all these years later. But um, yeah, it looks great. Actually, uh, Scarlett, my daughter, was watching these uh, previews with me this morning when I was prepping. And she's like, can I watch this one? And I was like, no, but um, <laughs> no, I got I her hooked, so. you know. So, yeah, um, yeah, I was thinking about uh, if, in that regard, the idea of someone who is coming back from, uh, you know, uh, 
whatever, like a crime maybe they couldn't have been uh, prosecuted on or were prosecuted on. Devil Jeopardy, the old uh, Ashley Judd movie, right? And sure. um, then this idea of someone knowing something about you that no one else believes. Um, I, it brought me back. I think we probably mentioned this a few times. Side effects, the Soderbergh movie and that Jude Law character just knew the whole time that something wasn't on the level. Um, but mm. this feels eerie and tonally like really interesting. I think, yeah, I'm super excited for this movie. Yeah, me too. Um, the first things that came to mind, of course, and I feel like this looks like a much better version, but those movies like The Woman in the Window and The Girl on the Train, all those like, is she or isn't she crazy thrillers, um, usually, you know, based on best-selling novels, it seems like every time. Uh, those movies are kind of like a genre into their their own, and this just seems like such a better version of that. The other thing I thought of, and maybe this is way off base, but um, again, a, a recent movie, probably too recent to actually be a uh, an inspiration here, but um, Alex Garland's Men from this year, uh, where you know all the men in this woman's world are just kind of like weird and off, and just not sure if there's like gaslighting going on or like what exactly is happening. And, uh, so yeah, there, like I said, there's just so much being, uh, you know, shrouded in mystery here that it's hard to like get a full grasp on what's happening, but I've heard lots of great things about this movie and, uh, Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth are both so good. So, you know, Dave, just talking about it, I'll give you another one that, uh, just came up that I think of, of this, cause you brought it up this, like, is she crazy? Isn't she what's going on? How about, uh, and I didn't think it delivered as much as I would have liked to, but last year, The Lost Daughter with uh, Olivia Coleman and uh, Dakota Johnson. I think you liked that one more than I did. Yeah, I loved The Lost Daughter. I thought it was great. And yeah, that definitely like fits in there. I, I think that would be uh, another great one to include. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We got a lot to do on uh, August 5th, Dave. I know August 5th is a crazy. I'm telling you, it's a crazy day. And I didn't even include all the August 5th releases on here. Although our next one is another one, but, um, yeah, it's crazy. There's so much coming on August 5th. That next one is, I love my dad, uh, with Pat Oswald and James Morosini, uh, who also wrote and directed also Lil Ray Howard about a dad who accidentally catfishes his son. It looks kind of ridiculous, but fun. Think yeah, I don't think this? he accidentally does it. It seems like he does it on purpose to try to. Oh, does he? Kind of reclaim uh, a relationship with him because the like seems like the dad has no boundaries and the son blocks him. So he's like, oh, this is how I'm gonna, you know, just okay. at least this way I can talk to him. So it's an innocent like he thinks of it as an innocent way to talk to him and then of course the the son falls in love with the the catfish and everything like that. Sure. So, okay. So what do you know about James Morosini? What do we know I don't know about anything him? about him. No, yeah. I don't know anything about him. I think it's his first feature, but... I don't either. But um, look, this felt very Bobcat Goldthwait to me, you know, so... Oh, yeah, I um, could see I that. I think you could throw all his movies. I put World's Greatest Dad on there. Yeah. The idea of a dad kind of taking advantage of a relationship and, and uh, figuring out how to get what he wants out of his relationship with his son. And then... um. I, I know this isn't really a tonal fit, but I always remember the reveal of Up in the Air when George Clooney finally finds out about Vera Formiga's other life, Formiga's other life. And this felt like this is this is obviously going to happen in this movie. There's going to be a reckoning. So those were my pieces. And obviously, you know, catfish is now a, a term in the uh, cult, pop yeah. cultural lexicon. So there you go. Yeah, absolutely. Catfish is is whether it's the show, the movie, or just the term itself. It's you know it's a part of you know the culture now. So that is there. Um, I thought of you know it, instead of a, uh, a mother daughter, uh, we got a father son here. But I thought of Lady Bird as that you know just awkward relationship between parent and and uh, you know their their kid and trying to bridge that gap and the generational divide between the two and all that. Um, and then, you know, last month we covered, uh, or maybe it was a couple months ago, we had covered that My Fake Boyfriend movie. Um, and we just talked about a whole bunch of movies where, uh, you know, online-based relationships get out of hand. Uh, proposal, Mainstream, Her, various other things that, you know, use that whole online relationship and uh, things go crazy because of it and because of people not being, uh, you know, real with each other about who they are in real life. 
I mean, we can go back to like classic tales like Cyrano and stuff like that, right? Where someone is helping someone create a new personality to woo a, another uh, a person, sure. right? So you got all that. Dave, uh, as we record in two days, I'm going up to Reno for the Cordillera International Film Festival, which I love. You and I have both had work in there before. And uh, uh, the opening night movie is this on Thursday night, and I can't get there till Friday, so I'm going to miss it, which is a bummer. You bastard. You should be watching this movie there. <laughs> I want to watch the movie. I have to do. I have yeah. to work. You know. You'll have to watch it with the rest of us when you get back, That's Dave. Fine. I would love to do it, but I, you know, I have to be hosting the trivia party at the Doghouse in Resorts World every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Come on out. Perfect plug. Yeah. Let's move on to uh, the other movie that I'm looking forward to the most this month. Uh, it is Beast coming. Uh, August 19th to theaters with Idris Elba against a giant lion. Um, also stars Charlotte Copley. Uh, the director previously did Everest. I just think this movie looks so much fun. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to agree with all that, but um, it, <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, hey, let's give it a shot, right? So, uh, I mean, look, there's so we, we look, take your pick King Kong, uh, The Meg. Mm -hmm jaws any mm -hmm. of these you know major we have to fight this kind of crazy animal jurassic park because it's in this kind of um remote setting and then um you know charto uh, whose name i clearly can't pronounce district nine i put in there too because that, that there were some uh things they were up man to versus well. alien right so you know <laughs> yeah, they could put that sure. in prey also right so you know absolutely uh, so there's a lot of lot of familiar stuff, but I hope it's as fun as you think it is going to be. I'm so excited. I mean, the movies you mentioned, I mean, you know, aside from the Meg, of course, but I mean, they're all awesome, you know? And uh, yeah, of course, I had Jurassic Park on my list. Uh, I, I threw Apocalypto in here again. Uh, I also had, you know, various man vs. bear movies, The Bear, The Edge, stuff like that, and The Gray with Liam Neeson against Wolves. Um, yeah, just all these man versus nature and man versus animal. And I just think the lion just looks so awesome and Idris Elba's great. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. And, uh, also the same day, August 19th, uh, limited theaters, but also on Paramount plus, I believe, uh, orphan first kill, which is a just ridiculous prequel, uh, to a sleeper cult classic horror film orphan about a little girl who's actually a crazy adult psycho escaped from a mental institution. Did you see the original Orphan, Jason? Oh my god, is that what this is that what that last one's about or this one's about? <laughs> that's that's what the last one's about and this is a prequel to that. So now Whoa. she's even younger. Yeah. That sounds wild, <laughs> dog. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually a pretty fun movie that person. Oh my goodness. So. And this has Julia Stiles, so hooray. So. Yeah. Yeah, Julia Stiles as the mom this time. So, wow. Uh, yeah, what'd you think about this trailer? I mean, I'm not going to get sucked in on these horror trailers because I feel like they've perfected making these trailers look so good, right? Like, I thought the Firestarter trailer looked like was great, right? And then everyone's like, <laughs> sure. "This is the worst movie that's ever been made." So, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just over these, you know. But, um, I mean, it looks. They did a good job. It, the trailer looks good. It looks like it could be a cool movie, right? So, yeah. By the way, speaking of, speaking of which, the director, from what I understand, has done nothing but just like straight to video horror trash. And so, yeah, there, there's kind of not a lot of reason to get excited about this, except for the fact that it's such a ridiculous premise. That's the only yeah. reason why I kind of want to see it. Yeah, that's wild, man. That kind of reminds me of, uh, I didn't know that was all about that, um, but. They made that, uh, it was a documentary on HBO and then that limited series uh, with Joey King on um, yes. Hulu. Yes, uh, the act, is that what it was called? The, the the Hulu series of it? Yeah, so that Gypsy Rose Blanchard, Dee Dee Blanchard story. Um, I didn't watch the act, although it got good reviews, but I because I really like the uh, documentary Mommy Dead and Dearest uh, that I saw mm -hmm. on HBO, but it's now over at Hulu. and. Um, so, I mean, that kind of world. And then, uh, the Clint Eastwood movie, the changeling where like, Hey, we're bringing back your son and it's not really your son. And also speaking right. of that, did you ever see the documentary, the imposter? No, I had seen that other one we were just talking about, but no, I haven't seen the imposter. 
Man, that's wild. You should check that out. There's a lot of elements, uh, literally, of what you were talking about of an older person playing a younger person and like the family just like, ah, you're our son now. And uh, so, you know, all that <laughs> stuff, the good son, Macaulay Culkin, you go, Dave. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Speaking of the good son, I had, we need to talk about Kevin. But yeah, all oh of those, like, God. you know, killer crazy kid movies, you know? So, and then the other piece I had, uh, like I said, in the original, she's playing a kid who's you know actually an adult uh and now she's playing even younger so i had wet hot american summer first day of camp where (laughs) the actors are all older but now playing even younger than they were in the original i'm sure that uh, was the inspiration for this (laughs) yes absolutely uh next up is samaritan uh which we we just made it the trailer was dropped this morning uh, i was hoping we'd be able to include this on our list uh it'll be in limited theaters and on prime on august 26th and it's sylvester stallone as a superhero um he's this old superhero that everyone thinks died but he's just uh been in hiding ignoring his powers for years i don't know it looks cheap but i don't know it's stallone what do you think when I saw the preview before I knew that he was a superhero because I didn't know anything about it and he just like threw all these kids around like I was like, yes, <laughs> fantastic. And then they're like, oh, he's a superhero. And I'm like, oh, I don't care anymore. So, um, you know, he's this old beaten up superhero in hiding. It's Logan, right? Which we talk about every sure. every month. And then um, he's a garbage man. So uh, I picked the Adrian Brody movie Clean, where he's a garbage man and he's got these uh, abilities that uh, people don't really know about. And also this kind of superhero, young kid, urban setting reminded me a little of Shazam, even though the tone is totally different. Yeah, totally different tone. But yeah, for sure, with that kind of setting, Um, I had unbreakable on my list that was the first thing i thought of when the poster was revealed you know just this older superhero in a in a hoodie um just kind of like making his way through the alleys and you know not not letting anybody recognize him i i feel like there's it maybe it is logan that i'm thinking of but i feel like there is some superhero movie where the guy's like kind of giving up his powers and a kid has to talk him into getting back to it but i feel like there's something other than logan but uh that, that that was something I was trying to think of. The other one I had, and this is like not even really a puzzle piece, but um, you know, Stallone was the voice of King Shark in the Suicide Squad and was like the best part of that. And so it's like, you know, let's give him an actual superhero movie. So, you know, the inspiration for actually throwing him into a superhero movie would be that. Yeah, you know? it definitely I mean, I'm not here to recommend clean because I thought it was like eh, but it definitely um there's a lot of elements that feel familiar other than the uh, superhero part of it. You know, actually, I just thought of another one. Speaking of clean, uh, the Equalizer, um, not a superhero, but also just like a guy with like a kind of blue collar job who is just a total over the top badass, you know, not the TV show with Queen Latifah. Haven't seen the TV show with Queen Latifah. Is it good, Jason? Well, Dave, you know, the thing is, before she gets involved, things are not equal, right? And then when she gets involved, things get very equal across the board because thank you for that. She's the uh, equalizer. That she is. That she is. Good. I'm glad we're uh, covering all our bases here. So uh, our last movie for the month is 3,000 Years of Longing. It'll be in theaters August 31st. It is George Miller's first movie since Mad Max Fury Road. So you know film nerds everywhere are going to be going nuts for this. It uh, stars Idris Elba and a whole bunch of other people. Um, it's a genie movie, but who knows what else is going on here. It looks absolutely weird and over the top and crazy. Uh, what do you think about this one? Yeah, man, it's George Miller. I'm going to nerd out on it. It's um, The design looks crazy. I don't know if the story will uh, be there. But, like, you know, when I think of George Miller, I'm like, uh, I get it. We all love, like, the Mad Max stuff. And Fury Road is amazing and everything. But, like. Can we talk about Babe 2, Lost in the City, and how amazing he did with that material, sure. right? And how awesome yeah. it looks and how good of a sequel it is. So, like, something like this, which is, like, whimsical and different, like, this dude's going to crush it because he's George Miller, you know? Absolutely. There's no reason to not be excited for it. Right. And, again, you know, kind of like when we talked about Bullet Train and it felt like I was getting – more impressions of like other filmmakers as opposed to movies per se like it's easy but we're in the middle of the 1992 season of uh 
of Austin movie year, it would be easy for me to say Aladdin, which was the box office yeah. champion, right? But this, sure. I, I, I think this has more like, you know, uh, Terry Gilliam style stuff where we sure. covered Baron Munchausen and obviously Baz Luhrmann's, you know, on fire again right now. Elvis is doing pretty well for itself. So I think it's got a lot of that kind of like period style uh, audacity and pomp that you might find in a Moulin Rouge. And it's just, come on, let's go. It's George Miller, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm I'm excited for it. By the way, I finally did get around to Elvis and really loved that. So uh go Boz Lerman. But uh yeah, I, I basically had the same pieces. Aladdin and Terry Gilliam. Um a, a lot of Terry Gilliam, Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Gilliam, Gilliam. Gilliam. Sorry. That's okay. Don't apologize, Dave. We all make mistakes. I'm, which I'm is sorry, what I Jason. told your dad the last time he flashed me. Never mind. Just turned him on more. Okay. <laughs> Jason, what else? There's there's plenty of other movies coming out this month. Did you, are there any that you wanted to kind of shout out? Before yeah, I was going to. I'm glad you asked that because I was going to ask you the same thing. The one that stood out to me, if I was going to pick one other one, is Emily the Criminal with uh, sure. Aubrey Plaza and this kind of thing where she's, um, you know, just a woman trying to get by who gets wrapped up in this like criminal underworld and then. Uh, Something obviously goes awry and then it's like a revenge thing. I don't know where it's all going to go, but like, man, it looks pretty dark and drastic. And, um, you know, we know Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza brings it. That That's the one I really got excited about. Yeah, I agree. I wrote down here, Aubrey Plaza breaks bad. That's what yeah. I wrote on my notes. So that's basically. So was there any other one? Uh, the the only other one that I was going to mention, although like I said, there's plenty, but uh, they slash them on Peacock August fifth, um, which looks like a really fun like old school slasher, except for it's set at a gay conversion therapy camp, um, which is a really I think interesting choice. Um, and it stars Kevin Bacon as the the main counselor and like head of the camp and. I mean, it looks it looks great, and I just love the title. They slash them as a great play on words. Yeah, and that's going right to Peacock. Emily the Criminals going to limited theaters, but they slash them. Obviously, like you know, it's a nice uh, full circle thing from for Kevin Bacon with Friday the Thirteenth and everything. You know, sure, so, absolutely, um, yeah. And a uh, little, it was all right. This uh, there was. Do you ever see the Miseducation of Cameron Post? That movie was all right about. Uh, I, I didn't see it. No, I remember that year there was that and Boy Erased. I think we're both the exact same year, like months apart, like one of those situations Hollywood does every once in a while. But um, yeah, I mean, there's about five others that we didn't talk about. It's it looks like a strong month. I hope so, because uh, July we uh, we I could tell you love movies, but you were not into July, Dave. I was at home watching 80s action movies, which uh, was very exciting and very fun. So, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot this month. Jason, what do you have going on with your comedy and what's going on on Awesome Movie Year? Well, yeah, we'll start with Awesome Movie Year. Thank you, everybody. We crossed 20,000 downloads. Is that good, Dave? That's very good. It is. Yeah. You should be very proud of that. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, as I said, we're in the middle of 92, and I think this is the season we're all so excited about. And what we're finding is maybe we were right to be excited about some things, but other things just haven't held up the way that we wanted to. But we're getting into the meat of the season. Uh, by the time this drops, Dave, I'm I'm super excited because our foreign film coming up is uh, Man Bites Dog, which I know you've never seen. And uh Man, yeah. I'm just so pumped for you to see that. So I'm that's excited. what's going on awesome movie year. You know where to find us. You know where to find me on social. It's at Jason Harris Comedy. I'm doing uh, stand-up all over the city. We're already sold out my new venture, Eat This Comedy, where I team up with restaurants. We do a specialty menu and then a comedy show in the restaurant. Our next one is at uh, Honey Salt on August 21st. They We've sold out of tickets. Maybe they'll drop a few more, but just follow me on Jason Harris Comedy to find that. And then, of course... Trivia every Tuesday at uh, Craft House, which Dave, uh, we were standing room only last night. I think you would love it. I'm waiting for you to get down there. And then Thursday at the Dog House, if you want to be on the strip and check out something a little more action-oriented. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And yes, I will be at those soon. You know, I was all ready to go and then got the COVID last month, but uh, mm. I'm, I'm back to mm. life now. So it, it'll happen very soon for sure. 
That's so, good. And hopefully we'll get you back for one of these uh, August movies, Jason. And uh, otherwise, I will be talking to you again soon. Wow, Dave. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> Hey guys, this is David, and I wanted to tell you about Newsly. It's an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. And what it does is really cool because, I don't know, if you're like me, I don't have a lot of time for just sitting around and reading stuff. I'm always either driving or doing something, and just to, like, sit down and read, it's like, you know, who has time for that? And so with Newsly... You could basically turn any web article into kind of like a podcast, and it reads the article in a natural human voice from basically anything on the internet, anything on the web. And this way, you know, you don't have to sit there reading and scrolling. You can listen to it just like you would a podcast. And it's got podcasts too. Piecing It Together is on there. Uh, But then you could also find articles from all kinds of topics from, you know, entertainment and movies to sports and tech and business, science, all that kind of stuff. So really, if it's out there on the web, you can find it and you can listen to it. And uh, I've been using it as my default podcast app and you can too. And you can download Newsly right now for free from newsly.me. Check out the link in the show notes. It's available, like I said, on uh, Android and iOS in the uh, App Store and the Play Store. And there is a premium version available. And my listeners can get a one-month free premium subscription by using the promo code Piecing It. But all of the I's are ones. So that's P-1-E-C-1-N-G-1-T. Piecing it, but all of the I's are ones. And uh, I've got that in the show notes too. If you're uh, like me, out driving around listening to stuff, uh, you can't pull over right now. You can check it in the show notes and find that promo code and get that free one-month premium subscription to Newsly. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation about some of the movies that are coming out in August. Thanks, as always, to Jason Harris for joining me for these trailer episodes. And thank you to all of you for listening. And for those of you who send in your listener puzzle pieces, thank you, too. Uh, Hopefully, we'll continue doing that every month. Just keep sending them in, and I'll keep doing it. And uh, while you're at it, make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like what we do, drop that five-star rating, whether that's on Good Pods or Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If there's a five-star button and maybe a little space for a review, we would appreciate if you did that. And, of course, make sure you're following us on social media and all that stuff, at Piecing Pod on all the socials and Uh, our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. Last but not least, we do have our Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where you can find bonus and advanced content from Piecing It Together, Awesome Movie Year, and from my music career. So that's patreon.com slash Rosen. There's a few episodes of Piecing It Together waiting in there right now uh, for a proper release date on the main feed, so you can check those out early. Uh, we got Jurassic World Dominion, we've got Crimes of the Future, and Men. Is there another one? There might be even another another one. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, uh, there's also my new single, Antiviral, which at the time that this goes up, uh, the music video just came out. Uh, it's a, a really cool video that I made with the service called Rotor. Uh, it's my first time using it, and it uh, lets you pick and choose from all kinds of video clips and effects, and then it just uses AI to create a music video. It's pretty cool. It's the first time I've ever done this for one of my songs. Um, But the single comes out August 8th on all the streaming services. And uh, then the album is almost done, um, but will be out later, later this year. I'm I'm guessing probably like November, December, but uh, we'll see. It's it's almost there. Uh, But that is coming soon. The new album, the new song will be out any day now at the time this goes up. The new video is out now. And you know what? Uh, August trailers is time to preview what's coming in August. Let's play the new song. How about that? This is antiviral. Like I said, it'll be on on all the streaming services uh, this coming week. And I hope you enjoy it. And we'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.